when we're isolating, uh, isolated alone at home, uh, maintaining our um, mental well-being becomes more essential. Um, I mean, living in an expat country, um, as you you know rightfully mentioned, so, uh, so many of us are far you know away from our uh, families, and so many of us are singles. I mean, um, so uh, being isolated at home. I mean, when you look at the millennials, and so um, it's harder on them. everyone, good afternoon. This is The Love and Show and today we are joined by a mental health expert, Ebru Goksu Yildirim, who's joining us on the show to talk a little bit about mental health, mental health well-being at this time. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for inviting me here. I'm thrilled to be here and also um, it's a very great opportunity for me to connect with the loving Dubai followers. Well, not at all. I think we are thrilled to have you because I think your expertise at the moment is going to be invaluable to some of our audience. And before we get into some questions about how people can cope a little bit better during this time, can you give us a small background about yourself and what you do? Uh, Yeah, sure, definitely. I mean, I've been here for uh, 15 years and if someone asks me where is home, I say Dubai. So Dubai has been an amazing home for me. I've grown here, you know, changed here fallen in love here and got married here. So, uh, so many beautiful things happened in my life in Dubai. Um, my background in marketing communications. Uh, I spent nearly 20 years in marketing communications and my personal development and you know, change, spiritual growth started in 2008 when I started questioning you know, um, what, what was missing in my life in a way. Uh, so uh, making sure that I was a better leader of my life and better leader at work. So, uh, and started from there in 2011, I started taking coaching trainings. Um, and uh, since then, I've been always on a training and uh, I left the corporate world in 2014. And, since, and starting from there, I, I started focusing on coaching, executive leadership and team coaching. Um, I'm also a coach trainer, um, so it's been a very fulfilling life so far in Dubai. Absolutely, it sounds busy. Um, so today we, we want to <laughs> touch on, I think, tips for parents, tips for people who want to work out more, tips for the com- people who want to help the community. Um, so my first question to you is, what about parents who are at home right now who are struggling with having to work having to deal with their kids um, and how to, can they prioritize their mental health and how should they do it? Do you have tips for that? I mean, God bless the parents <laughs> during this period, right? 100%. I don't uh, even know how they're doing it. <laughs> Me neither. I mean, being a non-parent, I can only imagine what they're going through, to be honest with you. Uh, this is not an area of expertise for me, but however, um, I, I can relate to it in a way from a relationship intelligence point of view. So, so many things changed in their lives. Uh, roles and responsibilities changed, first of all. So, um, being a teacher was a responsibility of a teacher at school. Now, they're, they're kind of homeschooling their kids. So, it's a new role that they started taking on. And, and it wasn't designed. And uh, with them, it's just, in a way, they found themselves in this reality. Um, so it's a big change uh, and it comes with uh, different responsibilities and it's a big change for the kids as well. 
Um, I mean, uh, they're apart from their mates and um, that school environment which brings structure is no longer there. So um, everyone is adapting to this new way of uh, living. Um, I mean, from a relationship point of view, intelligence point of view, perhaps what I can suggest is that uh, putting in place a very good design. I mean, we can enforce this on kids. However, it doesn't mean that it will let, lead to accountability and responsibility and commitment, right? And if we are to sit with the kids and design how they want to be during this period nice. and what they want to show ownership for, um, it's, it's, first of all, it's empowering. And second of all, they will commit to what feels right for them. I mean, as adults, uh, we are looking for life and work balance, and it's the same for the kids. So um, it's like study and playtime balance that I can imagine. And uh, also for adults, when we look at ourselves, it's so hard to sit on in front of a computer at home for eight hours. And we are expecting those kids to sit on, on a, in front of a computer for so many hours, you know, long hours. So uh, perhaps, you know, leaving some breaks in between where they can play and, you know, offload that, that energy. They, they are buzzing with energy. They need to kind of release it. Uh, it will bring balance to their lives. And, and I'm thinking that also uh, normalizing what we are, they are going through will help as well. Um, it's, it's, it is stressful. It is challenging in a way. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Uh, we're just human beings. Absolutely. I hope this answers your question. It does. It was really nice. And one of my questions was going to be as employees, how if for the majority of people who are sitting at home, it's very difficult to uh, make the distinction between your work life and your home life now because it's just running into one and days are continuing. But I guess that's kind of the same answer in terms of making a specific design and following it. Indeed, and it requires also self-discipline. I mean, I've been working mm -hmm. from home heavily since 2014. I mean, of course, I have corporate work and I go out and so on and so forth. Uh, and also, um, when I made a decision to uh, have, a, have a home office, it required a lot of discipline. I mean, coming from the corporate environment, uh, constantly stimulated with um, with noise and you know excitement and uh, you know with people so in surrounded with people every everything everything just faded away disappeared and it was very hard um, and um, and the learning there was really um, distinguishing like uh, these spaces separating these spaces so um, and it requires again uh, in a, in a way self discipline. So um, whatever space that we can create at home for ourselves as a workspace, first of all, we need to personalize that at this time because we're also self-isolated. So in, it, at the moment, the motivation kind of uh, is something else that we need to find from within. So it needs to be an inner drive, inner motivation. And um, for that, we need to be very creative. Um, sometimes I'm having calls and I'm seeing people having those meetings and, you know, um, and sessions in their bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that it's, oh. it's, it's the right place to have because we're collapsing the space. Yeah. Uh, so instead of collapsing different spaces in our house, if we are to allocate, designate one area where we can step into that, you know, um, um, kind of 
work state of mind, then we will maintain, maintain our motivation well and we will stay more focused. And also, um, dressing up is very important. Don't have these meetings when you have your pajamas on. I mean, you know, the, the Zoom meetings, maybe the, the camera is not on and it's not being recorded and so. However, you know, sh show that self-respect and respect to what you do and change your clothing and uh, put makeup on. It doesn't matter. So um, if, you, if there is another person in front of the camera or not, uh, it's just that um, mental shift from who I am at home to who I am at home when I'm working, in a way. 100% for me, I found getting up in the morning, showering, putting on makeup and putting on even a top that uh, re represents something I wear to work. Um, but you mentioned self-motivation and discipline. And I want to talk about a lot of news stories at the moment. Love in Dubai is kind of talking about people who are completing these challenges in their home, 100 meter, 100 uh, kilometers marathon. Um, an Abu Dhabi resident this morning we talked to did 702, 22 kilometers in the space of 19 days. And I want to talk wow. about these people are achieving incredible things, but as someone who's sitting at home and finding it difficult to motivate myself, um, how, what tips would you give to that person who we're constantly seeing the, the overachievers? How do you deal with that in your living room if you are fighting with kind of your own negative thoughts? I mean, it's fascinating, right? You know, seeing those people, um, you know, just running for at home to 20K. I mean, one of my clients, they, they just rented uh, some uh, gym gears and they're working out at home. So uh, I'm, I'm always amazed and inspired by those people. Um, I mean, maybe before we answer that, before I answer that question, maybe we can pause and kind of revisit the change behavior. So there are, there are three characteristics. Uh, first of all, then, uh, and we can group people under these characteristics. Uh, so some of us are leapers. So when a change happens, they, they adapt to change so fast, and uh, they are ahead of the curve. They they are uh, they are they are even trendsetters in a way. And some of us are very traditionalists. Um, so uh, they are they are the protector of the status quo, and um, and they move slowly. And it's okay. Again. Yeah. And some of them are bridge makers, right? Then bridge makers are, they, they are the ones who go and test the water and check in what suits them. But they kind of, uh, kind of bridge the gap between the leapers and the traditionalists. So, um, so we all move forward with a different pace. But yeah. everything starts with an acceptance. So it's, again, part of the uh, change th theory in a way. So first we show shock and denial and then maybe anger may come out of it there there's bargaining and then um you know after fear and all this processing there is acceptance and once acceptance happens and we start valuing who we are and our well-being we can start taking you know little initiatives i mean not everyone has to um be a big achiever and uh, however setting you know little goals every morning, little intentions for ourselves, every morning, and achieving those little goals at the end of the day will give us a sense of achievement and a kind of satisfaction. So, I mean, uh, I can't run. Uh, this is not something that I can do and I, I don't enjoy, but 
one of the best things that I found so far online is this walk at home videos. And they're, they're working for me miraculously. I just sweat out and uh, everything. And after 20 minutes or 30 minutes, I'm energized. So there are always different, you know, we are so blessed um, at, at the age that we live right now. There are so many opportunities and we just need to pause and check in. What is it that we need? And what is it that we are ready to do? What is it that we are open for? And it, uh, as a result of that, we can pick whatever that is suitable for us. 100% finding something that suits us. Um, I agree with that totally. And moving on a little bit. So Dubai is unique in that so many of us live here and our families live abroad, whether we have kind of elderly relatives or moms and dads or cousins or aunts and uncles or siblings. How, what, information do you, what information can you give for someone who is isolating alone at this time, especially when social media is filled with actually people isolating together, families having amazing family moments at this time, but actually a lot of Dubai is isolating alone. Do you have any tips for that? Um, yes. And um, again, it's when you're isolating, uh, isolated alone at home, uh, maintaining our um, mental well-being becomes more essential. Um, I mean, living in an expat country, um, as you you know rightfully mentioned, so, uh, so many of us are far you know away from our uh, families, and so many of us are singles. I mean, um, so uh, being isolated at home. I mean, when you look at the millennials, and so um, it's harder on them. Um, so, um, you know, coming back to what they might be experiencing is um, kind of a feeling of loss in a way, uh, and it may lead to grief and, and panic at times. Um, there, there is a sense of fear, and which is normal, and it's part of our survival as humans. Um, you know, some certain level of fear is healthy. Uh, that helps us to wash our, our hands, put our gloves on and mask on and stock up some essentials. Uh, but when it leads to panic, then it paralyzes our system. It, it kind of creates a short circuit in a way. So uh, I believe that it's a great uh, reminder that these unprecedented times that we are going through are great reminders of the importance of connections. And, and the connection starts with our, our relationship with ourselves. So looking inwards and uh, in a way identifying, um, you know, where I am, what, what do I deserve, what is my potential, and then dreaming up afterwards for what I can do with who I am. And uh, in, again, setting new goals every morning. I mean, keeping up with our, uh, keeping up um, that connection and, and interaction with our uh, friends and families. And isn't it so amazing that people are so uh, creative? I mean, I don't know since the beginning of the lockdown how many Zoom birthday parties I had. Hundred <laughs> percent. People that I. I wouldn't be able to see, I mean, uh, if this meeting, you know, gatherings were happening face to face from Switzerland to Italy to, I don't know, far as we all were in the same space and it, it still is intimate. So, but it takes some efforts um, and, uh, and willingness to put those efforts in. Uh, so um, another thing that we can do is that really, um, you know, checking in our media consumption. 
and how healthy those media coverages are. Um, so it requires some balance as well. And there are there are so many you know there's so many toxic news out there, yeah. and uh, and not necessarily they are reliable. So instead of just waking up early in the morning and grabbing the phone and just checking what disaster is happening across the world today, um, we can we can just pause and settle and set a good intention for the day to achieve those little uh, goals. And at the same time, decide how many times that I want to really be exposed to this news. Um, my, my humble suggestion will be reading news once or twice a, a, a day and trusting the governments that they are taking the right measurements forward. Uh, so, and trusting that we are being looked after in a way. And the um, thing that they may like to do is, um, again, um, you know, um, Looking after their well-being, which we talk about, mm -hmm. uh, ensuring a well-ventilated room, uh, okay. eating healthy is very essential during this time. Uh, improved sleeps um, and you know home exercise, the way how we dress up, and th this all will boost our motivation. Another thing is that I think this is a great opportunity for us to cherish those amazing memories you know which we had with uh, with our um, you know loved ones and and at the same time cherishing our success uh, what got us here so it's another opportunity to have a positive outlook and I think um, lastly what I can share is humor um, I mean humor to, you know that um, that changed everything so again, it's, it's a kind of a shift in our lens. We can look at things uh, through a stressful lens or we can look at things from a lighter lens. And um, I mean, when we look at the Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs, um, yes, once, once we take care of the physiological needs, then we move to uh, most likely um, kind of the emotional uh, you know, safety needs. And what is next is uh, love and longing. So, uh, and now in this change process, we move there. Uh, so this is a time to feel more loud and joyous. And so from my perspective. So many great things there, especially I felt that cherishing what we have kind of let out and cherishing memories because at the moment as we stand still and no one can really plan new things, we can look back and just really appreciate what we have. It's amazing. But going back to what you said, you mentioned kind of love and family. This is the holy month of Ramadan. It is a month for family. It's also a month for giving and generosity. Do, is there any way that we can kind of help and support our community or support our loved ones and family and friends at this time? Yeah, I mean, I mean listening to you, I get goosebumps, honestly speaking. <laughs> um, so many things are happening at the same time, right? It's the holy Ramadan, all the month of Ramadan, and at the same time, uh, we're going through this pandemic and um, there is kind of a wake up call happening, right? And that reminds me. Um, uh, one of the quotes of Dalai Lama, uh, I may not be remembered word by word, but it says that the planet doesn't need more successful people. In a way, the planet needs uh, more um, peacemakers, healers, um, you know, restorers, storytellers, and lovers of all kinds. And isn't it the opportunity just to come from that place 
Um, so uh, I'm, 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 in a way, I'm, I'm feel, I feel very motivated. Um, so things that we can do is that I, I feel, um, first of all, um, what feels purposeful for us, we can look into it. What will, will give fulfillment to us? I mean, the uh, Dubai government had an initiative and they called up, you know, call for, there was a call to action mes uh, uh, message and they call for people to be more volunteer, right? They mm -hmm. look for volunteers. And uh, we could have taken part of it. And if, if it's not filled up yet, there's still an opportunity. For, for anyone who's time, watching, our... oh, just for anyone who's watching, yeah. it is called the Dubai for a Day app. And they're constantly taking volunteers. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's an amazing initiative. Continue. <laughs> Wonderful. Thanks for sharing. Uh, so, um, and we all have different skill sets. We, have, we all have different talent. And within our, you know, different skill sets and talent, there's something to offer. I mean, um, and we don't have to cure the disease, uh, but we can bake a cake and offer it to our neighbor next door who's self-isolated alone, most mm -hmm. likely. That, that's, that's something giving back to the community. We can do so many pro bono work. I mean, from mentoring to sharing our knowledge and expertise, um, um creating virtual spaces you know uh, for others to learn from ourselves or whatever we learn from others just passing this on to um to the next person uh, so it's just i i feel that it requires a kind of again a, a kind of a shift in our perspective and coming from a place of more giving and when we're more giving we are more fulfilled and, um, and actually balanced beings. Amazing. Um, before we go, I know that your expertise and your knowledge lies in kind of coaching and training in the workforce. So I just want to talk about there are many people who are adjusting to life at home and they're actually thriving as employees at home. But now they may be anxious about people who've been sitting at home for two months. Maybe they're scared to go back into the workforce good to go back into the workplace daily. Do you have any tips for them? Um, and it's normal, right? So for some of us, it was a dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> so especially for introverts, those, that stimulation and the noise and distraction, everything faded away. And they had this open, spacious, you know, uh, space kind of for themselves where they could focus and and deepen their thinking and um so um it, again it's it's another way of change and it's okay if they are feeling anxious about going back to the workforce perhaps i can offer um kind of an um, emotional recovery tool uh, to them uh, first of all it just you know um checking in what uh, what they're they're facing it's called uh, rain uh, it's an acronym, so R-A-I-N. Uh, so re R stands for recognize. So what is it that you're feeling at the moment? What is it that, uh, that you might be thinking uh, towards, you know, going back to the workspace? And, and then normalizing that. So um, this is how I'm feeling, and this is what my thoughts towards it, and it's all okay. Mm -hmm. Then, um, then... A comes in, A stands for allow. Uh, allow is like accepting and allowing what it is. And accepting is not like that, 
um, being happy about it, right? Not necessarily we need to be happy about the, the, the next phase of uh, change, but just let it be um, because, and, and control the controllables. Um, so uh, when we let it be, there's a sense of acceptance and, uh, and lack of attachment. And so, which means um, we are, um, we are, we can set ourselves uh, for free. And the next step is um, investigate. So I stands for investigate and investigating. Um, so, um, go, you know, really going deeper in a way. So what is my judgment towards going back to the workplace? Uh, what is my uh, worry about it? What is the truth about me so that my, I might be forgetting about? So because I used to work well, right? I used to kind of find my peace in that. And also, what is it that I'm learning from the self-isolation that I can carry with me when I'm back to the workplace? And then non-identification. Um, so it's, it means, um, so we, we are way beyond our thoughts and emotions. We, we are the observers of us and we are the intelligence behind that. So um, it's just those emotions and thoughts are part of our being, but they don't define us. So mm-hmm. um, once we accept that, we can be fully, I, I trust that we can find ways to motivate ourselves with the learning and it, you know, this um, kind of investigation of what's happening, what can happen, uh, we can have a new dream about how we can be uh, when we're back to the workplace. Thank you. I kind of wish I'd been taking notes throughout that because I feel like there's so many valuable learnings there. Um, if any of our audience wants to get in touch with you, wants to reach out, with, out to you, um, do you have a social channel that they can reach out to? Yes. Um, so, um, I don't know what I'm allowed to share here. So I have an Instagram page. It's on like unlock potentials. potentials. Uh, I have a LinkedIn page, uh, I have a LinkedIn page and also, uh, they can find me online. Um, my website is, uh, unlockpotentials.com. Amazing. Thank you. I think it's so, thank you so much for your time because I think at the moment it's so important for us to kind of look inwardly. Um, and know that what we're experiencing is okay at the moment and that it's okay not to be okay. And uh, we just touched a little bit on so many topics there, but you have so much to give. So thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it today. My pleasure. And it's it's been a real pleasure to join me in today. Thanks for the opportunity. Okay. Thank you guys. That is the Love and Show. Um, If you want to get in touch, drop some questions in the comments below and see you back same time, same place next week. Wash your hands. Bye. (laughs)